0: okay, part two of the shir let's hope this one's going to work and record the rest of the year does not look promising oh boy so the mother explains he wanted to reveal the end of the days but the shir as we said Withdrew. What did he ultimately want to achieve by telling it to them? What would we accomplished if he actually told it to them? We just explained the concept of the Shas and the What was it that God disapproved of? according to another explanation Yaakov foresaw that the Geulah from Yitzrayim could potentially be the ultimate complete Geulah, complete redemption and the Jeden would never have to go into Golis again Zaya. So yeah. So therefore he wanted to tell his children to reveal to them since they knew that the goals would not be longer than 400 years he wanted to motivate them that they should maintain their righteousness and attack in this in this chus they'd have a complete redemption at that time and there'd be no problem whatsoever of gulos ever again even more so he hoped that their knowledge that the final redemption was potentially imminent would cause them to increase Good deeds, and bring about that complete redemption sooner. Yet God restrained him, restrained, restrains him from revealing such a, a such information, because the highest level, the highest form of divine worship, is to serve God on a person's own initiative. When a person wants to be righteous from within, they want to do the right thing. They want to be the right person that they belong being. However, to some degree, this would be lost. If B'nai motivation to increase their good deeds was based on the Nivur, the information that their good deeds could bring about the ultimate redemption at a given date. In that case, their tzidkus, their righteousness, would not be something from within themselves. It would come from an outside source, an outside inspiration. And therefore, their merit would not be complete. Whereas Yaakov himself, preferred to bring about the final redemption sooner but still in all God understood that B'nai Yisrael has the opportunity to do so but they need to do it on their own from within themselves we know that Yaakov discusses with Yosef his own burial And tell Joseph, I want to be buried in the Marisamachpela with my forefathers, etc. No. He wants to be buried in his forefathers. and then Yaakov goes on to tell him we discussed this in previous shirim how he buried Rachel on the side of the road (sighs) are you really trying to convince him to take you to the place you want to go to after knowing, after telling him the great things that you did for his own mother and didn't bury her with you in the same grave, If anything, you're deterring him from doing that. So, why? Why are you dreaming? Why are you mentioning this? This is not exactly going to get you, shall we say in America, brownie points. Rachel should have been buried in Maras HaMachbele, truthfully, alongside Yaakov. But Yaakov, for a very important reason, chose to bury her on the roadside near Beislechel. It was not her request, it was her consent. And therefore Yaakov comes and explains now to Yisuf once again, Rachel, in the future, will serve a very important role in hastening her children's return from Golis. As we know, the Navi says about Rachel Imeinu We've spoken about this many times. And with this, Yaakov consoles Yosef. Yosef should not think, that his mother's burial was, as we would say in America, second class. second rate one of the her burial there would bring to her children comfort and therefore we'd want to say that Rachel chose this place the willingness to sacrifice for her children the Yaakov attributed to Rachel epitomizes the Jewish women's unique role as their kerasabais, the mainstay of the house. Both men and women must serve God with every aspect of their lives men are obligated in mitzvahs that are time sensitive constant mitzvahs women are exempt from time specific mitzvahs, man mangramah because they're constantly tending to the needs of the children etc the home so in this sense the Jewish woman sacrifices satisfaction the spiritual experience that comes with the observance of these mitzvahs serving Hashem instead by bringing up and raising a family Tadas HaKedosh and this explains why Yaakov had four wives and it was specifically Rachel who was buried on the roadside because Rashi says elsewhere Rachel was the of Yaakov's house and therefore she prisonified the nefesh of a woman in her lifetime as we know all that she did for her sister so her compromised place of burial Allows her to implore to God on behalf of her children and to guarantee their return home. We see towards the end of the Pasha. Chazak, chazak, chumash, chumash b'reishes. And we said this, and we always need to say every every time there is a chazak. and also we have a connection of the Haftera with both va'yichii and chumash b'reishes connection, the Haftedah is Vayamas, David, King David dies, and this is connected, the Haftedah is connected with the Chumash Barashas. Firstly, the beginning of Chumash with Adam Admarishan, who was meant to live a thousand years and only lived for 930, because the Neshama of Davar did not have any years Rahman of Rahman HaTzim. And, and Admarishan gave him 70 years according to one opinion according to another opinion it was Yaakov and Yasuf that gave them 70 years Yaakov dies at 147 years old his father died at 180 his father died at 180 so that means he died 33 years earlier than his father 33 years less on this world Yasef in turn died at 110 years old so he lived, his father is under 47, 37 years less. So Yisuf's 37 years, Yaakov's 33 years are 70 years, and that they in essence gave the 70 years for Davra Melech, and therefore the Siyem of the HaLav Teda is Vayamas David. Another Pshat of not Tzichelos and Seif and Mitchilasson, the Pajah finishes off. Vayamas Yasef. Yasef Meiz. Vayamas Yasef. Why repeat again Vayamas Yasef? Because although Yasef was given the name by Paray itself as Paneach, he refused to go by that name. He went by the Hebrew name Yasef. And Bereshis starts off. by Bereshis. The word Bereshis is Berah, creation. Shame, Yisrael Tikra. A Jewish name you should be called by. And therefore, the end of Bereshus and the beginning of Bereshus are directly connected. Running out of steam. Let's try one more sicha. And the end of Baratheus therefore finishes off the passing of at HaTzadik that says he was put into an Oren in Mitzrayim. A little strange. We know Shemesayim HaTzadik always finish off with something good. Finish off a few earlier Yosef lived 110 years he saw grandchildren, great-grandchildren. He was sandik by everybody because he was a, a king. And start Shema is off with the, the story of his passing and everything else. What's the terrible thing way to finish off the Chumash? So we must say, the passing of Yosef is tied directly with the essence of the Seif of Galatia's. Bereshis is different than any of the rest of the Sfarim. He talks about the obvious and the Shvatim, which is the preparation of the creation of Am Yisrael. The rest talk about what happens and what becomes of the actual nation. So we we'll say starts off with creation, and Abiyudchak says, di it should have started off with but it starts off with the creation. So that nobody should come later any nations, uh, place claims on the Jewish nation's lands or anything else. As they say the entire world God created and how exactly it went and transpired and went over from hand to hand, and how God gave it to the Jews, the lands and everything else. So why though the Torah alter everything just to be able to answer non-Jews? So we have a very, very basic, a, a very important base answer even the non-Jews knew of the greatness of Am Yisrael, The unity of Am Yisrael, And its mission. But their complaint was just because of that. The Jews need to be involved in Avedis Hashem. Not going around claiming land. And since they are not like all the other nations, they don't belong in the land. That's the basis of their, their argument. On the connection between HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the service of Hashem, and the actual physical world. To this the attaida answers, Kala Oretz Baruch The entire land, the entire world, belongs to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Even... The land belongs to God. And within it also goes in the ge- light of Kedusha. And this is therefore the mission, and the accomplishment of the Eden, to sanctify the land, the physical land. And this is how the gracious starts off. The same in it finishes. The reason that the Aaron of Yosef remained in Mitzrayim, not like Yaakov who was taken up to Yitzchel is in order to give the Jews strength to know that within the goddess Yisif is B'Mitzrayim he's in a casket in Egypt which gives them the strength of Am Yitzrayal to know that even within the bitter, bitter Egypt, in the bitter exiles we have with us that hope and that's how Beresha finishes off as a hachona in preparation to the, Latian, the Jewish nation on Yisrael, especially in giving to Jews to exemplify the Kedusha the of godliness within the exile, within Mitzrayim, giving us strength that the Jewish nation should be able to go on and carry on throughout the Golis and to go to the Gulamitis Amit Yisvashlema, HaYidei Mashiach this very Shabbos, in Yerushalayim, in HaKridish, Shabbat, Shalom to all, I apologize, for all the bits and pieces of this week's year, hopefully you'll be able to put it together.